What's up, Cosmetic family? Thanks for joining us on the Cosmetic Podcast. Cosmetic means being a person, a thing that gives rise to a phenomenon that is dynamic or energizing. We're tackling topics and telling the truth. I'm Keith Benson. And I'm Rodrigo Ross. And so today our topics is take a nap. Take a nap. Yes. <laughs> I love naps. I, I tell you what, I wish I could get one in uh, every, every now you? and then during the day. Do you really? And so this whole thing, there was this international study that was conducted back in 2017. Mm-hmm. And so the Center for Creative Leadership found that among leaders, it's 42% get six or fewer hours of shut-eye time at night. So are you are you aiming for that six hours or less? Because I promise you are the most consistent one that when I check my email box first thing in the morning, here's an email from Keith at about three o'clock in the morning, four and o'clock in the morning. Like, why is he not asleep? I, I don't aim for that, but oh. for whatever reason, um, all right, so, so for real, for real? Uh-oh. Okay. Sometimes I like I feel like I'm gonna miss out on life. Are you serious I, right I know. now? It don't You're make too any nosy sense. to go to sleep. It, it don't make any sense. And none at all. Yeah. It doesn't. I can't co-sign that. Like yeah. life is not going on right then. Everybody else is asleep. I know. And I realize that when I'm a little, you know, a little tired in the morning time in the wake. Or in the middle of the afternoon when I'm trying to have a conversation with you and you're like, I don't want to talk about that right now. I'm sleepy. Uh no. But sleep oh. is really important. Um, I think in order for you to to be a great leader. Um, you gotta be woke, right? That's one thing. Woke in the. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what I did there. I, I know. If you understand what woke means, you know we kind of gotta you know do, that do a lot. But you you do need that rest in order to for you to be able to perform. And there's a lot of studies out there that show that you need that sleep in order to to uh, be productive. Yeah, well, because the reality is, sleep is not like this passive thing that you do. Like sleep, there really is a significant. There are significant bodily functions that. That happen when you're asleep and all of them all of those restorative functions um, I would say I would think would lead to to those leadership characteristics that people really look for right like that clarity and that energy and and um, that longevity like all of these things happen when you're asleep so I, I can absolutely see why it's important as a leader to get enough sleep well you need sleep in order for learning uh, so your brain mm. is like a like a sponge and you got to prep that and part of that prep Preparation is sleep, and so that you get that that uh, good night's sleep, and then when you wake up in the morning, you're able to be that much more productive in your in your day and in your learning process. We all used to think back in college and that we could stay up all night. I didn't think that. You, you didn't? No, you didn't I would all, be ready. No, study? I would be ready to fail that test. I had a whole story for my parents and everything because I was going to bed. I I could never. I never was the one to do all nighters. Yeah, you know. I we we think it. that we that pressure allows us to perform mm-hmm. at this at this better at this better place, but it but it doesn't. It doesn't. So so what you're saying is like at night your brain is like a sponge; it rings out. Yeah, and all of the stuff goes away, and you got a fresh sponge. In yeah, the so yeah, sleep allows us to consolidate, you know, and kind of store memories in there mm-hmm. and process our emotional experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the molecule they say that relink it says uh, replenish glucose. Okay, and so so I'm gonna drop. A little knowledge on Uh-oh. Come so, on, science. so that the, the molecule that, that glucose is the molecule <clears throat> that fuels the brain. Yes. Yes. That's all you know. <laughs> no, <ain't it? laughs> 
Oh, you but, know about but that. But you need that sleep, though, to clear out your mind, mm-hmm. uh, for your mind to be ready again for, for that next day. Because um, you don't want it to have that long-term impact on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will tell you, though, that that is a terrible feeling, too, when you don't get enough sleep, and then right in the middle of the day, it just kind just drops down on you, and you feel like you can't make your best decisions, you can't pay attention, you can't focus. You're fatigued. You're fatigued. It leads to poor yeah. judgment. Attitude is is all off. Oh, Lack self control, impaired Ooh, creativity. That's when I eat all the Oreos yeah. when I'm sleepy. That's and, what it is. Yeah, because when you when you're trying to fight that sleep, basically you got to find something to fight it with. So I'm fighting with Oreos. And a lot of times we <laughs> what, your your deal may be Oreos. Mine is whatever's in the pantry. You know if I. <laughs> You know, if it's my my nuts that I eat, or um, if it is, you know, get the caffeine that I that I drink to try to stay awake. So chewing know, offset sleeping is yeah, what you're telling you're me. You're trying to fight it somehow, some way. Oh, you know, yeah. but leaders all, all you know often overlook that that priority of, uh, of the sleep, and and you need that in order to to be able to function. Yeah. So I'm gonna drop a little science on you. Right? Okay. So the name for that is called when you get enough sleep and the effect that it has on the brain is called brain plasticity. Talk to me about that. <laughs> so brain plasticity is the brain's ability to adapt to input. And if you don't get enough sleep, you're unable to process all of these things that you are learning and you're being bombarded with during a day. Like you decrease your brain's plasticity when you don't get enough um, get enough sleep. And so you may run up into a situation during the day where you really need to retain some information information or you really need to make some nuanced decisions and you will be absolutely impacted um, by not being able to do that in the greatest capacity if you haven't gotten enough sleep and if your brain plasticity isn't at its highest level. Gotcha, gotcha. There you go. Gotcha. There's a little, little more science for so you. So <laughs> I want to I drop in some personal uh, things about, about this. And so uh, up to about 30% of Americans experience insomnia. Yes. And then, I think I'm in that. I'm, I'm in that 30%. You're in insomnia? Yep. Okay. Yep. And so mine is on the other end. This uh, says about 5% suffer from sleep apnea. Okay. And so for me, um, I wear a, a CPAP at night. Okay. Um, because with the sleep apnea, you you, you snore. Yep. Um, and, you know, it causes you. I got to a place where it impacted my breathing. And okay. so I was stopped breathing. And so when I did my sleep study, you know, Doc came back and was like, was amazed at the amount of times that you literally stop breathing. breathing. Wow. You know, when you stop breathing, mm. you know what that like ultimately really means, mm. right? Like you're not breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the amount of times that I did that at night, it was like, okay, uh, Mr. Vincent, uh, you have to do something different uh, mm. about that. And so for years now, I, I, I don't forget how many years uh, I wear a, um, a CPAP. And I would tell you with that CPAP, um, it allows you to breathe normally, you know, when you when you sleep. Yeah. And it gives you um, a, this this whole refreshness of sleep. When I take a nap, say on the weekends uh, without my CPAP, when I wake up, I, I, my body's just groggy. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But overnight, when I, even even on nights when I um, have limited amount of sleep, 
when I wear my CPAP, there's still this refreshness when I wake up in, in the morning. Oh. So I would tell you for those uh, brothers and sisters that are out there that are listening, uh, if you do have that snoring issue, if your your partner, your spouse is saying that you know you need to do something, I would strongly encourage you to go see a sleep doctor uh, to be able to um, get that tested out. And then if you need to go on to the, the CPAP, I would say absolutely 100% mm. uh, to do that. Oh, so it's it, the the quality of your your sleep is greatly improved because of oh that. oh immensely immensely wow. immensely. And I'm on the other side, so I'm definitely an insomniac for okay. years now. And I don't I don't know if it was a function of you know the mommy thing. Like as soon as you hear any little thing, bam, you wake up. But like now my kids they're bigger and they sleep so hard they don't need me to wake <laughs> up. They better come check on me now. But I never sleep for more than about thirty or forty five minutes at a time without waking up constantly during the night and that's a good night on some nights it's not even that and and there are mornings where it it takes everything and I mean I'm two and three cups of coffee in before I start feeling like a a human being but surely inevitably enough by about four o'clock five o'clock in the evening I am just done Um, and so I I think I'm going to do like you I'm going to go get a sleep study and find out why is it that I can never sleep for more than 30 or 45 minutes and of course you know I've tried to do my own little my internet doctor mode right Right, right. and they're talking about it could be stress um, it could be the environment whether it's your allergies do you have too many lights do you have on a TV is the room too hot is the room too cold I've slept in all kinds of environments and and all kinds of things and this has been going on for years Um, but I really I'm I guess I'm at the place now where I really need to figure out why in the world don't I sleep? And my mom, interestingly enough, my mom says she has the very same. So I'm wondering, is it even hereditary? Mm, she has the very same thing. She says she's never slept for more than. I, I would encourage you to do the sleep study because it can give you it can give you some answers yeah. uh, to that right there. So yeah. you got two personal stories uh, on both sides on the sleep apnea and, sleep. and, and insomnia. Uh, to be able to go check those things out if you're dealing with that, you know. But if you if you go into other cultures though, outside of the United States, they embrace this thing naps. Yes. You know, doing doing the normal doing the working day. You oh. know, so like in Japan, like that's a positive thing to have this nap. You know, during the middle of the day. Mm. Uh, and then in Spain, you have uh, midday siestas uh, as part of their regular regular. We work should life. start that. Uh, you know. You think somebody would say something if they came in my office and I was just sleep at my desk? Well. Well, if you were at Google or Pricewater Coopers, then they may not because no. they, they they actually have sleep pods for their employees. No way. Now I tell you what, man, a good twenty minute nap during the midday, man, I'm gonna tell you. I'm right telling that, you that power nap. That is, whoo, that is strong. Oh, what? that is such an excellent idea because there are documented studies, right? There is science behind the benefits of sleep. Like you, you get muscle repair and protein synthesis and tissue growth and hormone relief. You are conserving your energy. Like there are so many biological things. There are brain functions around learning and memory and problem solving and creativity. 
focus, right? And concentration that all happen when you're asleep. Not not to mention the emotional benefits, right? Um, things that happen in your amygdala and your hippocampus that, um, and then there's also a study that says when you don't get enough sleep, even if you have a good diet and you exercise, it puts your body in a pre-diabetic mode, Ooh. right? And so imagine if we did have these sleep pods at work, like that's a health benefit. Like we should bring that up to somebody. Like we should get some pods. Well, I guess we got to change. Um, well, we're about to go through a capital campaign in Dallas, so yes. maybe we uh, put in some sleep pods. Put in some there. sleep, or just say if you come past your office, go back to somebody's office or cubicle, and they're sleeping. Just be quiet. Let them get that nap in. Well, while we love our members, our members will not allow us to just be, sit up there and be sleep. And be, me. <laughs> Excuse me. Be like, well, I ain't sleeping anymore. <laughs> yeah, but one of those things that, uh, you know, one of those things, deal is um, if you don't get enough sleep, you know, there's this, you talked about eating Oreos uh, earlier, but yep. in the mean, being real, real here is that that does lead to, you know, eating that intake of food yeah. at different hours of the night. And that becoming like this regular habit. And so then we got the obesity thing that may uh, kick into place right yeah, there. Yeah. And there's studies out there showing, you know, from children to adults that are gaining weight because of this whole thing of, of lack of sleep. Yeah. that You know, science says that as little as five consecutive nights, five, that's just one work week, which is totally doable. Like that can so happen that you got five days in a row and you didn't get good sleep. It can automatically throw your body into a spin and you can be at uh, an increased risk for obesity, metabolic syndrome, and type 2 diabetes. Well, this one, Five days. Wow. The one study that I, um, I went as I was doing some research on this said, research on it says that short sleep can negatively impact some aspects of brain function similar to that of the degree of alcohol intoxication. I, I believe that. I absolutely believe that. There have definitely been times when I have been so tired or so sleepy, it really did it felt the same way as if you had had a few cocktails like and I've even heard cases of people driving right and folks thought that they were driving erratic because they were under the influence or they were driving erratic because they were sleepy yeah you know you know I'm sorry I had to pause for a second there Uh, I had a friend uh, dear friend Mm. uh, who passed away because he fell asleep at the wheel wow Wow. And so when we talk about sleep and, you know, Mm. people, you know, we got more and more cars on the roads nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you got to be careful on it because we we feel that we can stay up all night and we can go, you know, 100 miles an hour. But then when we talk about putting that same type of thing behind a wheel of a a a car, yeah, like that creates, you know, like for me, I used to be when I was young, I can drive all night. Like, no, man, not no more. I got about a good four hours yeah I, and I'm, I'm like I'm, I don't want to do this anymore I'm, I'm, you know my I, you know my my take my take used to be like we're only going to use the bathroom you know when oh, we need, when you we need one of those. I was one of those oh. dads but now when we're on the road hey if we're our in you know if I'm not feeling hey let's pull on to the side of the road let's you know let's, uh, let's, I, you yeah. can't make it an hour uh, just for an example I don't sake. think it was <laughs> Well, that's all right. I'm not going to hour shame you. If you need that that rest after an hour, you go ahead and take that. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> but the thing is, sleeping, you know, you would just think that it's just, it's, 
it's something that we do and and it's really not important but oh the benefits not only to your leadership ability because all of the cognitive functions that are fortified when you take sleep when you when you take naps and when you get sleep but you know data shows us that children and adults overall are more obese now right um than they were in the past and and the correlation between how busier our work lives are how overscheduled children are the fact that you know as a society as a society we're getting less sleep you know there is a, a relationship between weight gain and brain dysfunction and just being physically unhealthy from not getting enough sleep I, that that wow that's just well it becomes underrated uh, yeah again because we can function uh, at some level but uh, you again my experience with my CPAP Mm-hmm. Uh, having it on and not having it on, yeah, it, it's too. To- I can literally feel the difference in my body, yeah, and how I how I function. And so, uh, you know, I count it important enough to take that if I'm if I'm traveling, mm. uh, wherever the case may be, I'm taking that with me. Yeah, and the, man, a couple of times when I you know went away for the weekend and I've forgotten to take that with me, oh my goodness! So my- it wasn't the the quantity; it's the quality. It's the quality. Yeah. It's the quality yeah. you need you need quality sleep in order to function and I, I just strongly encourage anybody who's listening uh, to our podcast right here I know we talk and we joke a little bit about things but this is one of those topics that I would tell you to to take in and take very seriously if you uh, know someone that is is snoring at a very loud place and you can hear them you know we, we use that as a joke oh man mm-hmm. you snore so loud you need to do something mm-hmm. hey that person has stopped breathing Ah, uh, they're ga- the snoring okay. is the gasping yeah. for air. And so, uh. you know, it, we want to keep it real. Mm-hmm. Like, they can die. Mm. Mm. And so, stop That's breathing means it literally that, right? That when yeah. you stop breathing. You stop breathing. You, right. Oh. And so, we don't want to be able to get it to that point. So, if you're listening here and you know somebody that's in that space, encourage them to go get a sleep study so that they can uh, find out what's the uh, what's the story with what, what's going on with them. I, you know, I will tell you, uh, the preschoolers who a nap is built into their day, yes. those babies, they, I mean, they, you have the hardest time trying to get those babies babies down for a nap and sometimes I look at them like do you understand the the blessing that you have right now to just for people to just stop what they're doing and create this wonderful space just so you could get some rest and and that's because there are some some guidelines around the recommended amount of sleep right and so for adults 18 to 60 years old you should get seven or more hours but that 13 to 18 year old, they need eight to 10 hours per night of sleep. And how much do you have to fight a teenager, right? Mm. To, to, mm. to get the right amount of sleep. Um, and then if you're 65 and older, you need more than eight hours a night of sleep. And if you're a leader and you know if that's not your deal to get that much, like understand the impact sometimes yes. that, that can carry to the workplace. Because if you come in in a grumpy mood because mm-hmm. of lack of sleep, mm-hmm. That carries over to your team and how they function as well. And so while you feel that four or five hours may be enough, uh, if your behavior in the workplace is come as a result of lack of 
sleep, then that causes problems yeah, for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is so very interesting, really talking about how sleep affects folks, huh? And I hope that everyone is really thinking through their sleep patterns and their sleep habits and figuring out how, how they can be their best selves in the sleep world, right? And thank you for listening to Cosmetics. We are tackling topics and telling the truth. Subscribe and listen to us weekly. And don't be shy. Give us a review. And as always, be dynamic. Be phenomenal. Cosmetics.